it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome aboard, everybody. It's Big Ten football and beyond. It is Wednesday. You know, we're talking Big Ten football, as we always do each and every week. We like to start off at the top uh, nationally if things progress in that regard. Still more fallout from the Mike Gundy situation. We've got news on that at LandryFootball.com. We'll talk about that a bit. We've got uh, the latest from Michigan bringing their players back, Ohio State, and how they're handling their players and trying to hold them accountable for their actions. Lots of transfer news, obviously a parting of the ways at Iowa with Chris Doyle. Uh, what's going on in recruiting this week? Uh, Rutgers in the mix for a four-star guy. The recruiting news at Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue, and Wisconsin, and Indiana, Nebraska. We've got uh, a lot of that information. Take a look at the uh, Freshman running back at Michigan, we're going to have some information on. And we're going to break down the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Team previews, yes, they are a starting. And we will start with Rutgers. Start at the bottom and kind of work our way. And We'll break down every team. We're going to try to get to the max schools as well. Don't have it on schedule today. But as we get through the summer, we're going to be breaking down these teams. Maybe more than one team a week. We're going to certainly get through them. We're going to need to do more than that. Um, so we're looking forward to doing that, going in-depth into each program and each team as we head into uh, this football season. Reminder, this podcast brought to you by 401k Generation, the experts in financial planning, money management, investments, 401k, IRAs, whatever the case may be, they can help you. They're licensed in all 50 states, so you can give them a no-obligation phone call, Artex at 1-866-998-5879. Make sure that you are, you tell them that we sent you, they'll take good care of you. Make sure that you're signing up for this podcast, and you can do that and get all the podcasts through the LandryFootball.com network of podcasts by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. So uh, check that out uh, and make sure that you do that and get that um, to your phone each and every day. You can find it on LandryFootball.com as a plethora of football information related to um, 
breakdowns of rosters, um, college teams, NFL teams, we've got it all covered for you. Uh, roster analysis, uh, recruiting boards, we've got it all for you. So please check that out today. Um, take advantage of our scouting season offer. It's the best one we've ever had and the one you want to get on board with uh, this time of year. Got a lot of things planned um, that we're working on uh, to improve our website, national shows, um, conference shows that will be kind of taking on a different tone. We hope to have that finalized, and certainly we'll be bringing you, from my perspective, uh, national um, college shows and NFL shows, and uh, certainly uh, – no look at uh, college football, fantasy football, and, um, you know, uh, gambling. We're going to have a show on that, uh, and certainly a recruiting show. So we got a lot that we've got planned for that we hope that you're excited about and getting ready for as we are headed towards um, the football season. So a lot of work to do this summer to get ready for the football season, to get you ready for the teams and certainly give you a lot of things that are going to be awfully fun to listen to. Part of Landry Football's conference call at uh, LandryFootball.com. And looking into the Twitch segment where you can also watch things on video. So stay, stay tuned. We'll keep you up to date on <clears throat> the latest goings on there. So Michigan has announced um, on Monday that it would be beginning – to welcome back football players back to campus for voluntary workouts. And some schools have been at it for a week or two. Michigan's just getting into the fold. And, of course, there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, from their president about the viability of playing. But still think that we're on target to getting everybody on board. We've got a unique situation. We had it in Houston on Friday where um, – they basically, their workouts broke down due to a um, breakout of positive tests. So we'll keep you posted. I think it's interesting what Ohio State's doing. They are requiring their players to sign an acknowledgement of a risk waiver before they return for voluntary workouts. Um, it's It outlines the risks involved with workouts, other athletic activities, and it calls for the student-athletes to follow strict health and safety protocols implemented by the schools. Players under 18 had to have their parents or legal guardians sign it. Um, it it's, it's something, too, that's going to try to hold them accountable for when they go off campus or on campus into the social environment that they're wearing masks. A lot of players are not going to do it. It's not cool. It's not what have you. But, you know, it's not really meant to uh, – I mean, it's certainly to – I think to, for some respects, protect the university, but more than anything to hold the players accountable for understanding what they need to do to keep themselves healthy and safe through this entire process. Some transfer news around the league. Penn State redshirt freshman quarterback Michael Johnson has entered the portal, signed with the Neatley Lions as a four-star recruit in the 19 class, failed to make any progression along the depth chart in the first year on campus. So, He's moving on. They're set at starter with, <clears throat> excuse me, Sean Clifford. And then uh, Will Levis is the backup uh, over at Iowa. Former Iowa redshirt sophomore uh, D.J. Johnson in the secondary. He's transferring to Purdue. He uh, entered the transfer back in May. 
and he's going to be moving about 325, 325 miles from uh, Iowa City to West Lafayette. 5'11", 187-pound corner. Played in 11 games for Iowa last year, made one start. Likely going to have to set out the 2020 season to satisfy transfer requirements, but he can be a starter for the Boilers going forward. Um, former Wisconsin redshirt senior linebacker Christian Bales transferred to South Alabama as a graduate, 6'4", 230, originally announced that uh, a transfer to Illinois uh, from the Badgers back in March, but instead gone a little bit closer to home. Um, and uh, he was a member of the Alabama recruiting class back in 2015, but he transferred um, to Wisconsin as a gray shirt a year later and uh, hadn't played a whole lot, but he's certainly a talented guy and should be able to help South Alabama Jaguars out pretty Pretty uh, uh, pretty effectively. Bowling Green redshirt freshman cornerback David Wilson has entered the transfer portals. Played just four games. Uh, just hurts them a little bit of a depth role, not much else. Uh, oh, another a couple of other Penn State that transfer portal news. Redshirt junior defensive end Damian Barber has transferred to Austin P. Another former four-star recruit that hadn't panned out. Took a redshirt season after enrolling in 17. Appeared in... 11 total games for the next two years, 6'3", 245, uh, eligible to play immediately. Uh, C.J. Holmes, um, the safety has entered a transfer portal, 6 feet, 205 pound. He walked on at Penn State, uh, had some off-the-field issues, led to his dismissal at Notre Dame. Uh, we'll, see, um, we'll see where he ends up and uh, hopefully gets things on the right track. Uh, in his life and in his football recruiting news around the week. Um, Rutgers current front runner for uncommitted four-star running back, Audric Estmine Estmine. Um, he's got relationships with the coaches, uh, 5'11", 210 pounds. We'll see whether they can hold on to him. Virginia tech, Michigan state, Nebraska, Arizona state from Montville, New Jersey. So we'll see. Um, can they hold on to him? Uh, if he starts to visit schools in the fall, uh, does he get flipped by another school? We'll see. Right now, uh, he's not even committed. I shouldn't say that, so it wouldn't be a flip at this point. Rutgers may be the front runner. That's about the, as far as we can go at this point. Illinois received the verbal from three-star wide receiver Patrick Bryant. Uh, he picked the fighting Illini over Penn State, Arkansas, Nebraska, Host of other Power 5 schools, the 6'3", 187-pounder, currently plays at Atlantic Coast High School in Jacksonville. He is a top 150 player uh, in the state of Florida. Really good class, really solid get for the Illini. Northwestern getting a verbal from three-star running back Anthony Tyus, 6'1", 215. He opted to go to Northwestern over Iowa State, Cincinnati, Central Michigan. From Portage, Michigan, um, College ready looking body, more to his game, just three yards. And the power guy, he's more than that. He possesses a nice pair of hands, good play speed on film. It's a top 20 prospect in the state of Michigan for the 2020 class. Purdue uh, got a verbal commitment from four star athlete Sam Jackson, flipping from Minnesota. Jackson's 5'10, 165 pounds, committed to Minnesota for the second time in February, but they were uh, unable ultimately. Hold on to that pledge. The Naperville native is a really good athlete. He's got upside, a quarterback, receiver, offered by some as a defensive back. Uh, 
Purdue target him as a quarterback, and the diminutive stature may affect that. He's too explosive to not get on the field. So I'm curious to where he ends up. I think receiver. I think in that offense, they'll have a spot for him in the slot. That's my feeling at this point. Wisconsin gets a verbal from four-star defensive end T.J. Bowlers. Bowlers announced in May that he would make his pledge in June. 6'3", 240-pound defensive end did just that. He considered Alabama, Nebraska, Penn State, a number of other Power 5 schools. Really good get for the Badgers, this four-star kid. He is a Tiffin, Iowa native, second-best prospect in the state of Iowa, as well as the eighth-best defensive end nationally. Um, really good impact player, um, really good get, probably the biggest news inside the league uh, recruiting this week. Indiana gets a verbal from four-star quarterback Donovan McCulley. This is another big one. It's a local get for Indiana, currently enrolled at Lawrence North High School in Indianapolis, recently released a top five that included Iowa, Missouri, Ole Miss, Purdue, but Indiana gets him. Dual-threat quarterback, um, he's um, – Really tall, limber athlete. Uh, could be the heir apparent, to Mike, heir apparent to Michael Penix. So we shall see. And Nebraska getting a verbal from three-star linebacker Will Schweitzer. Arizona, Colorado, Michigan State, and TCU were among the other programs which extended the offer to the 6'4", 210-pounder from Los Gatos, California. Plays with good range, physicality. Um, like the way he shows up on film, he's a... Um, good, solid prospect that's going to Nebraska. Uncommitted four-star tight end Thomas Fadone. Nebraska's in the lead. LSU's in the mix for the 6'5", 220-pounder that's got to build out his frame. But uh, I know Michigan, Iowa, Alabama, Texas were the other programs in the mix uh, and still could be in the mix for the Council Bluffs, Iowa native. But looks like it's Nebraska's to lose. They Going to try to get him to visit in early September, which we'll see how things go there. He's got some really good athletic ability to be a tight end that when he fills out, has a chance to be special. So we shall see. Off the field, um, issues we wanted to discuss. We mentioned and talked a good bit about the problems at Iowa with Chris Doyle was put on administrative leave. Well, they reached, Chris Doyle has, and the university has reached a separation agreement. Uh, Doyle's going to receive $1.11 million in the buyout and receive full health benefits for the next 15 months. The separation, uh, it's a firing, comes as he was placed on administrative leave after several players posted on social media about a hostile environment Doyle created for black players. Independent review will be conducted by a Kansas City law firm into the allegations. Um, the highest-paid strength and conditioning coach in the country. Been with Iowa since 1998. It's interesting that they're going to conduct a full invest- investigation. But do they know enough at this point to say we're going to go ahead with the firing? Or do they feel the negative PR of that even coming out? was too much to deal with, so they created a separation and a firing. You know, it's interesting. Um, I'm sure that it probably was discussed. I'm sure that Iowa could have looked into this, done an investigation, kept him around, try to fire him with cause if they find enough on that. 
obviously didn't want to do that. So they parted ways. They're going to pay him. But they're still doing the investigation. So, again, obviously they feel that there's enough there to say let's go forward with it. Because if there is proven to be nothing there, well, then what are you doing separating um, from the coach at this point, who's clearly not someone with the pattern of behavior or with questionable success in his job. Uh, Along with that, his son Dylan Doyle, I thought was interesting, last week entered the NCAA transfer portal. So we knew that was, um, you know, something that was going to be very uncomfortable for him to be there. He's moved on. Also, an Iowa redshirt junior safety jet corner is recovering from a serious injury suffered in a jet ski accident. He was a passenger. He and a passenger were seriously injured uh, when it collided with a boat in the Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. Um, airlifted to a local hospital. So the six foot, two hundred ten pound safety, uh, was a very productive player for him. Hopefully, he'll be fine. Uh, over at Michigan. Uh, the word is freshman safety Jordan Marat has um, continued to rehab very effectively from his Liz Frank foot injury, which sidelined him for most of his senior year in high school. It's 5'11", 215. Uh, it's the right foot. The end of September, subsequently underwent surgery, still making his way back from a that issue. Uh, it could potentially end up sitting out in order to heal up, but it won't be determined until they have a chance to assess where he is. Four-star safety, not yet on campus. Uh, over at Indiana, Redshirt Jr. tight end Peyton Hendershot, off the field trouble, pled, pled guilty to one count of misdemeanor criminal trespassing. 6'4", 260-pound good tight end, was arrested February, was accused of entering his ex-girlfriend's apartment uninvited with possible physical altercation taking place. So, um you know, was indefinitely suspended following the rest, but uh, we'll see. As uh, He's been taking part in virtual meetings. Sounds like, you know, it's a case of the girlfriend and shouldn't have taken it as far, shouldn't have gone in, but it wasn't a case that he just went with the idea of trying to steal somebody's apartment. Certainly uh, had a relationship with the, with the young girl. Um, and a little note there at Michigan. Um, got my eye out on freshman running back Blake Corum. Tell me on his staff. Added explosiveness. Um, really quick, Josh Gaddis is excited about him. Uh, ran very fast in their spring testing prior to the shutdown. He's 5'10", 180-pounder. Um, they only bring back Jack Charbonnet and Hassan Hawkins. But Chris Evans returns from a season-long suspension. So we'll see what they can do to get that type of speed on the field. He certainly has it. Well, as we wrap up the show, we're going to talk about um, a place that doesn't have a lot of speed, doesn't have a lot of overall talent. But it does have one of their own returning home. Yes, Greg Shiano coming back to Rutgers. If you can remember, it was not long ago, December of 2000. Well, it was 20 years ago. It doesn't seem like it. That Greg, 34 years old, youngest head coach in college football at the time, um, brash, Jersey guy, 
said they compete and win national championships there and you know um they finished the season ranked just once ranked once they're not even ranked not ranked high just ranked he did a really good job but it's not like he had the program at a top 20 level even at his first time we know he had the one really good year and he had other good years that they've Got to bowl games. That's getting it done at Rutgers. But getting it done at the Big East, getting it done in the Big Ten are two different things. So flash forward to December 19. It's brought back again to try to re-resurrect the program. And it's going to be more challenging. Um, but he's still talking a big game. They're going to be great, going to be win a national championship. All those things are completely unrealistic. And are Pollyanna, but can they be competitive? Can they get out of the basement of the Big Ten? Can they get two bowl games? That's getting it done there. Look, the program just won 18.8% of its games under Chris Ash. But they feel they can win. They can go from Big East Mat to a bowl team. That would be getting it done. Is that doable? I think it is. I think it's going to take a lot of work scheduling i think it's going to take a lot of work on recruiting and by the way recruiting has gone very well early they have gotten a lot of commitments um and kept a lot of kids close to home that have not taken a lot of visits when those kids go to take visits in the fall assuming they do so can greg hold on to them or will they lose them will they get flipped by the penn states of the world this fall we'll see Rutgers finished last in the Big Ten in total offense. I mean, how bad was their offense? The quarterbacks at Rutgers attempted 278 passes last season. They were intercepted 15 times. With a 5.4% interception rate, that ranked as the third highest in the nation, and they were intercepted more often on average than any other Power 5 team. Only three FBS teams failed to score three points or more in the fourth quarter of games on an average. Rutgers averaged 2.8 per contest in the final 15 minutes. That was the worst among P5 teams in 128th overall. I mean, at the bottom of anybody playing 1A football. And then they scored 0.216 points per play in 2019. That was the lowest average among all Power 5 teams and ranked number 29th in the country. Only a couple of other teams that even play football that were worse. It was bad. They were the last in the Big Ten in total offense in each of Ash's four seasons, averaging 271 yards per game. They've got Sean Gleason, who's coming in to run the offense after coordinating uh, the Oklahoma State unit that ranked 21st nationally in yards per game. Gleason is a Rutgers 11th offensive coordinator in 11 seasons. The former Division III quarterback, he's going to oversee competition at virtually every position and see if they can't create something out of nothing. You got Arthur Siskowski, who's looking to win back his starting job after requesting to sit out the final eight games last year of his second year in order to preserve a redshirt. He started 11 of 12 games as a true freshman in 18, but 
had a nation-leading 18 interceptions with only four touchdowns. Johnny Langan completed just 50% of his passes, started the final eight games. He's going to be their stiffest competition. Cole Snyder and Evan Simons are going to also be in the mix. Isaiah Pacheco, Kayron Adams, Aaron Young um, got some depth there. Uh, Gleason's history leans on multiple personnel spread schemes and rely on quick tempo and power running game. Plenty of uncertainty in the receiving core. With a lot of depth, but only one proven pass catcher. Bob Melton registered a team-high total in catches and receiving yards. Um, defensively, Rob Smith is coming in to run the defense. He was there before and helped win that Big East title, share the Big East title in 12. Oversaw a unit that ranked pretty good nationally on defense. Deepest position, as I see it, is at linebacker. They returned six players. Um, with starting experience. Um, they got uh, Tyshawn uh, Falk and um, Fanuku and uh, Tyreek Maddock-Williams, Drew Singleton. Um, they've got some guys that can play. They, they're going to experiment a lot with the 3-4. Uh, after primarily being a 4-3 team under Shiano. Big question marks on the defensive line. Got a nose tackle on Julius Turner that can play. in the defensive end, uh, Turvidal, the secondary could be a little bit better coming back with Avery Young and Trey Avery and Ohio State transfer Brendan White. Got a pretty good kicker in Justin uh, Davowitz. Adam Corsak's a really good punter. But look, it, it it took him five years, took Shiano five years to get to a bowl game at Rutgers. And, and we think about it as a great success. Well, everything's relative. He did a good job there, and 12 was great. But it took him five years to get to a bowl game there. It's why he pushed for an eight-year deal. It's probably going to take five years before he can do it again at least in a tougher league. But improved facilities, renewed commitment, a belief in Chiano, all those things are there. Um, it's This is a team that's finished last in the Big Ten East in all but one year since its most recent bowl appearance in 14. The Jersey guys got good relationship with the high schools, decision makers and influencers around the program just love him. It's a different job than when he was there last. The Big Ten is great for the university and the stability at, uh, at, uh, financially, but it is not going to make it easier by a long shot, make it a lot tougher, in fact, to have anywhere near the success in the run that they did in 12 in the Big East. Um, came back to Ohio State, and look, he ran a pro-style defense, lots of pressure, lots of single high safety. That's what he wants to do. But you can't plug that in, make it work in one offseason. He doesn't have the personnel to do it. Um, I don't know that he can win on these Jersey kids. I want to see him finish this recruiting class. What if they end up winning, going winless? One loss, two losses. I mean one one or two wins. Do they hold on to those kids? 
Probably not. If they has a decent year and you see some positives, more victories, yeah, maybe they'll do that. Probably the pandemic was their best friend. It hurt others. And being in Jersey, it, it helped him with his connections to keep guys to at least commit. Can they hold on to this class? Don't know. They're never going to be relevant in the Big East. You're never going to be a contender. It's just a matter of can they be good enough to get out of the basement of the Big East? Can they be good enough to get to bowl games? Can you do that? And occasionally maybe beat somebody in the middle of the league. Can you find a way to have success, you know, against a a, a mid-level Big Ten East team? Because that's about all you can do there. So while I am excited for Rutgers, oh, he's the only guy that can get it done at Rutgers. There is not that guy. And Greg's not that guy. That guy doesn't exist. Getting it done, if that means winning. You know, getting ranked in the top 10. Getting ranked in the top 20. That's not happening. Okay, it's just a matter of can you get it out of the basement, get it to respectability, get it to go to a bowl game. From there, you can maybe get it a little notch up to where maybe you can climb occasionally into the middle of the Big Ten East instead of out of the basement. You're getting it done there if you do that. That's getting it done at Rutgers. Uh, it's going to be tougher. Again, the level of competition's tougher than it was in the Big East. And therefore, when you put a good team together with good players, it's going to be marginalized a great deal by superior teams inside the league. That's a look there. We'll take a look at another couple of teams uh, in the Big Ten in the uh, Midwest area uh, next week. So appreciate you joining us. Make sure that you check us out tomorrow. Big 12 football and beyond is what we'll be talking about. And anything going on at the top, I'm sure Mike Gundy situation will come up again. We'll certainly address the latest around the country in college football. Also join us for our pro football show today, as well as uh, our show tomorrow. Drop those each and every morning. So check them out. Check it out at LandryFootball.com with the rest of the information. And that's free to get our membership package, which we want you to do and we encourage you to do, to combine listening to this podcast with our uh, inside information around the college and pro game, the roster breakdowns, the analysis. We're a little bit behind as we want to, but we're putting a lot of things together with regard to improving our podcasts and our whole um, landscape for the football season. But we are certainly going to get back on track with the updated uh, roster analysis and season previews in college football, our latest notebooks each and every day in college and keeping you updated on recruiting, our recruiting boards, and all the NFL stuff. One-stop shopping football at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our scouting season offer today, over 50% off, less than $5 a month. Take advantage of it today. Take advantage of the great folks at 401K Generation. They are the experts in financial planning. They're the experts in helping you reach your financial goals. 
Give them a no-obligation phone call today at 1-866-998-5879. Or just give them a text and uh, tell them that you heard about them from us and you'd like to learn a little bit more about what it is they do. They're licensed in all 50 states. So call or text at 1-866-998-5879. We hope you're well. We hope you're safe. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Flip on over to our pro podcast. Talk to you again tomorrow. So long, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.